I'm Mir. I'm Bells. And this is Merit Bells. And what are we doing today, Bells? We're going to talk about, well, we have two episodes to talk about because somebody can't do their job. I wonder who that is. Anyways. Okay. Um, okay. We're not going to out nobody. <laughs> so, bro, I watched the episodes back to back. So, okay. Oh, I just told myself. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. And you better not cut it out. <laughs> I dare you to cut it out. Oh, and I, mm, I watched the episodes back to back, so now I can't remember what happened to which. Oh, the, the episode last week was them breaking into Tartarus, right? Well, let first we haven't talked about this in weeks. So let's let's start at the last battle. Let's start at that because the last time we talked about anything on the podcast was pretty much Dobby's dance. No, that's not true. Well, that's the last time we reviewed the episode, but we also talked a little bit about it in our, like, my anime topic list. Well, I'm saying, like, that's the last time in depth we talked about My Hero. So let's, like, go from the episode after that. Let's okay. start there. So Endeavor's been outed. Midnight's dead. Um, Mysterio's dead. His name's not Mysterio, but I forget. His name is Majestic. Majestic. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, Aizawa's legless. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. He has one leg, not legless. Don't do man like oh, that. Oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. He's got one leg. Deku's in a coma. That's not going to last. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying to play like, oh, Deku won't wake up. Um, We see him bumping in the opening, so obviously he's going to wake up. Thank you. You got that ragged fit you got on. Come on, don't do that. Don't do that. He I, don't know why I don't know why they're playing like it's a mystery. Like, oh, is Deku going to wake up? Like, is he going to die? Like, no, he's not. First of all, Deku has, like, right now in this very moment, there's nothing we need Deku to do but heal. So him okay, being so... in a coma is, like, the best thing that they can do. Right. Because so, that also, like, well, but... Go ahead. Last thing we talked about was Dobby's is still, like, an episode after, right? And so... Yeah, a little bit of it. There was, like... Then we had that scene where they were, like, cleaning up after the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Uraraka saw that one hero like say oh he wants to like quit you want to talk yes about um i mean we can talk about it generally because that's the same thing that's happening now yeah i feel like i feel like one i like when we get narrated by somebody who's not deku like this episode most recent episode i think what is it 129 129? yeah, yeah. one is being narrated by hawks mm-hmm. which we also go back in well Let's not skip places. He says, even to himself, he says, oh, they got comfortable in a peaceful world. They took peace for granted. That's what that is. Because it's not, they, in the first, after the battle, the first thing you see is they're screaming for help, this, that, and another. They don't have no regards for the heroes. They don't know what's going on for real. So they don't know how many injuries and casualties we took. They're worried about themselves. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should, I'm not saying that the government, the government allow heroes to get licenses and they employ them and pay them well to protect us or them. Sorry, not us. I'm not there. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like they're not grateful because we live in a world where the police force and like the government is our only heroes and they be subjugating us to certain things anyways. So like, we see it as like I would love to have heroes around but I will also know like did you ever watch Incredibles 2 yeah the the main villain lady her 
outlook on we can't rely on the heroes is low-key how they need to see it. I'm not saying you can't trust the heroes, but like in every instance, when your cat is in a tree, I'm not expecting a, a hero to come fly and save my cat. I'm expecting them to save me from a nuclear bomb. I don't think the problem was that the civilians was relying on the heroes. It's that other heroes were relying on All Might. I think that's what the problem was because I don't think there's anything wrong, anything wrong with civilians relying on the people to save them. For instance, I don't know how to like defuse a bomb or like shoot a gun or like how to like defuse any type of situation. That's what the cops are for. I don't know how to do none of that. The problem is like the heroes were complacent in peace. Like All Might was just by himself made crime decrease, right? Didn't they say yeah, that? Yeah, to 13%. Exactly. So I think other heroes weren't used to like for real, for real, putting their lives on. And now when it like, when they actually had to like do stuff, like actually had to mitigate catastrophes, it's like, oh shoot, I don't, maybe I don't want to do something. Like it was one thing when I was just, you know, getting in between like petty crimes and, you know, just small time criminals and stuff like that. But when it comes to people like Stain, people like League of Villains, like actual terrorists like they weren't ready for that yeah because even when all might was still in in the in the field injured and junk he was still in the midst of like all of the stuff like that operation to go save Bakugo. he was the main one busting down the walls right so uh, there was nothing like in action there's nothing that we see see him not participate in right i I bet that hurts for toshi in order to just sit out and like just watch society get like this after dedicating only oh yeah nah only like knowing like god knows how long he like served as a hero and then on top of that like he pretty much has to just believe in his and his comrades that he never really worked with because he was a solo gig pretty much also another thing how old are Endeavor and all might because Hawkins have an age difference Huh? Fox was a kid when they were adults. Um, twenty-two. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Fox is twenty-two, but I'm pretty sure like All Might and Endeavor, they like pushing fifty. I'd be surprised if they were any younger than that. They have to be. There's just no way. There's no way. Anyways, I'm uh, looking it up right now because they need to tell me. Yeah, All Might's my dad's age. Yeah, he's forty-nine. And then Endeavor is 46. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, the other heroes are becoming complacent in the peaceful times. And so- If you notice, all the other heroes are mad young compared to them. Well, besides the ninth hero, he was old. He was very old. I'm not even mad at him for retiring. Like when you, this is the thing, the, the catastrophes that are going on right now, I just feel like at that age, you got to let the young ones do it. And like, you kind of got to sit out. That's my personal opinion though. I would sit out. I'm 50, 40, like, okay, so not Endeavor. He's the number one hero. Him, and he he looks fresh, like, he looks fine, okay? Him abusing his family then added years onto his life or something. Oh my gosh. Um, well, how do you feel about his statement about even if he can live through this, Endeavor as a hero is dead? Yeah, he's just... He's just tripping right now. He's, he's going to get back up. I don't even believe that. You th- do you think he's being dramatic? I think he's being... I think he just doesn't want to fight Toya, but mm-hmm. I don't think Endeavor is dead. I think I think the person who's going to fight Toya is Todoroki. It's because that just makes 
chronological sense. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like Todoroki is is a co-main character, not Endeavor. Mm -hmm. I think Todoroki's gonna be one fight Toya. But um, I think he's being dramatic. I think he's gonna get back on the horse. There's no reason. Especially with all I the think... other especially with all the other heroes um quitting. And then not not only are a bunch of heroes quitting, but there's also a lot of heroes that are out of commission. Aizawa's out of commission, Miracle might be out of commission, Midnight's dead. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um uh Aizawa and Miracle, they might have to retire. <laughs> yeah. Like you could I, I'm pretty sure both of them, you could probably slap a prosthetic on both of their ass, but like I don't know with the way that the world is like they do have like high tech like medicine clearly because they man but like I would they even be willing to do all that like prosthetic up and get back out there I mean we need them I'm not saying I don't want them I'm just saying like damn okay so what did you think about the prison invasion going going in the order of the episode I loved it honestly I feel like uh that personally was not my favorite episode of the season, but it's definitely top five. We finally know who that purple haired lady is from the opening, kinda. She said kinda. Like we don't know who she is for Ufro, but like it's like, oh, that's who that is. I thought that nah, was I saw I saw her a long time ago flicked up. Like she went viral for being hot and being on the cover a long time ago. Mm. Oh shit. And it was Lady Nagant. What? I don't know, it's not the I don't know nothing else about her. <laughs> when I saw her in the opening, I thought she was Shino. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, why do you look like that? <laughs> God. Um, so, yeah, the prison break was really cool. Um, they obviously. Uh, my thing here. is, I'm very disappointed in that. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing, though, is, is if it had just been Shigaraki, they would yeah, not he, have been able to get past the security. It, yeah. The problem was, the reason why they got past the security is because, like All For One said, there was perfect synchronization between someone on the outside and someone on the inside. Which was him. And Shigaraki's body. <laughs> yeah, really. It's him and him. When he said that, at first I thought, oh, there's a mole? And I was like, oh, wait, no, he means his like other vessel. He means his other body, Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie. There was a scene where he was in the sunshine and he was smiling. And I was just like, I think I sent this to my streets. I'm not really sure. But I was like, it should be illegal to be that ugly. Like, he need to go put his last <laughs> fit on. Because that was horrifying. Like, you look like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't even know. He looks like a, a fruit that he looks like an orange that's been, it's like, orange. completely de-skinned and then kind of mushed around. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you guys hear Bro, I'm not. I'm not gonna cat. If I see people, I swear to God, if I see people on the internet like simping over this man, I'm reporting their accounts immediately because that should be a crime. Looking like that, so you what like do you, monsters? At that what do you point. think? What do you think about that one prison guard calling the inmates like fundamentally different from humans? Yes, the the people who are there at Taurus, yes, because that's like pretty much the place where you lock them up and throw the key away. Mm -hmm. what did you do well this is the thing again our examples of the people who are there are Shane who was killing people killing heroes because he felt like they weren't on par to all might and then you have all for one who is like the biggest walking threat they should have killed him I don't think they can but like they should have tried 
Yeah, there, we got to see a lot of heroes again. We got to see muscular. Oh skin. yeah, muscular. Yeah, he, he's heinous. Um, I feel like his crimes are not like I don't know in, in entirety like everything that he did, but but like before he came into the story. But I know that like certain threats need to be down there. Like him, the average hero cannot overpower him. So he definitely needs to be down there. I'm surprised they're not executing these people. To who are you talking about? Muscular? Yeah, muscular. The average hero cannot overpower him. So I understand why they got him down there. Yeah, he was heinous. There is no reason why he's just like evil for no reason. Really? Like beating on kids to, like that? He was about to freaking flatten a little kid. What's wrong with you? Really? What's wrong with you? Like sometimes I look and like I'm like, I I, I look at them and I'm like, how do you look in the mirror and look with yourself? Like So you so do you agree with um Yes. With that prison? Yes. Uh, warden? Yeah. Yes. Because this is the thing. I can justify I can justify you killing somebody who's beating you at home. I can justify you killing somebody because they broke into your home and you were scared for your life and scared for your, your husband and kids. I can justify you stealing because you're poor and you're trying to make ends meet and you have a job that's barely getting you by. I can justify you robbing a bank because somebody's holding your family hostage. I can't justify mass murder. I just can't. There, unless you're being blackmailed to the ultimate extent and you've cried out for help and nobody's willing to help you, I I just can't I just can't justify them being that heinous. Mm-hmm. Like so- again, they put like they put these people in the same place as all for one. Mm-hmm. Saying he definitely belonged down there. Like, yes, his, yes, heroes should try to be more like all might and have like want the greater good for the world, but you can't force that upon them and you can't murder them into fearing that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, if Stan said I was not fit, I'm just quitting. <laughs> You're not going to be murking me. Hell no, you, go, you must have lost your mind. So that whole episode was basically the prison break. And uh, next episode goes into Hawk's backstory. I thought his mom abandoned him. I thought that's what they I think I that that's what they the way in one of the like his flashbacks. They low-key kind of did though. Yeah. They tricked like, him. They, he abandoned they, yeah, they implied that like he that he got sold off to the government pretty much. That's yeah. what they implied in my mind. That, yeah, that makes sense. But that's not technically what happened. I mean, I guess you just got but, more details. I mean, but realistically, he never said he was sold off to the government. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, he might have felt... He sees a, what he did as wrong because he sees like what's happening to him now as coming back to him for his past. Which is crazy because that's literally the parallel of what's happening to Endeavor. <gasps> that's a good point. Yeah, but like, yeah, because Endeavor had his garbage with Toya, and now it's coming out to bite him. And Hawks had his issue with his mom, and in his eyes, that was him doing something bad or doing something incorrect, and now it's coming back to him. But do you think what Hawks did as a kid was wrong? Like, do you think it was wrong for him to abandon, quote unquote, abandon his mom? His mom was letting his dad beat on him and make him do immoral things so that they could have money instead of her just reporting him to the police, or at least going at the least going and getting her own job. You're more worried about that TV being on than you were your child. That's a good point. A child you didn't want. 
Mm-hmm. Talking about some, your father was right. If only you weren't born. Jeez. I know. Talking about some, what do you have those wings for? What were you born for? I, I mean, well, hold on. That first question is a good question. Why does he have those wings? <laughs> Did you not see his father's arms? Uh, I must have not. Yeah, he had like little like spiky feathers on his arms. Mm. And then she, and then so she, she has floating eyes. eyes. Yeah, so that's kind of like I best. I think that's the best middle ground they could get. Floating feathers. Mm, that's better than both their quirks. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't notice his dad looked like a normal human to me. I didn't notice his arms, but also I was watching the episode. But also, I was watching the episode on making breakfast because I knew we had to record scenes. So I was like trying to hurry up and watch it. Oh yeah, I watched it in the bathroom while I was um taking my hair out, which I'm still <laughs> doing. So we could see what I was paying attention to more. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think that Hawks um leading his mom was wrong. But you have to think about it this way. He's now an adult. You this is the thing. Hawks is very relatable because he's our age. Mm-hmm. It takes you a while to understand like that adults are wrong sometimes and they do things that they shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think he understands that you cannot be Captain Save mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, like, exactly you can't save everybody. Because exactly. what he yeah, what he wanted to do, like he saw Ender our team, he's like, Oh yeah, I want to be like Ender, like I'm gonna save everyone. But like the but the first person he had a chance to save, his mom, he abandoned her. I think is how he sees it. Yeah, but like there was no saving her. You can't this is the thing. I think somebody like some people have to understand. You cannot, like, you know, I have a friend that I just stopped talking to and giving advice to because she don't want to be helped. Mm-hmm. You can't save somebody who don't want to be saved. Yeah. Like um, that little boy that squirts water out of his fingers mm-hmm. that, like, hated heroes, detested them, everything else. Deku could not save that child because he did not want to be saved. When the muscle man was going to kill him, that's the first time he wanted to be saved. Because <laughs> that kid was about to get pancakes. <laughs> I would want to get saved too. I ain't even got a That's a sad way to go out. Right. <laughs> okay, so after Hawks' backstory, oh, and then we go into um, Hawks and Best Genus. So I had to rewatch that part twice because I was confused. So Best I Genus wasn't. was was held in like limbo between death and life mm-hmm. pretty much yeah so when i first watched it i was really confused because i was kind of like you know half watching which you can't really do with subtitles you know because you have to read and so was I, your guest still over yes mm. and so i was like oh is like at first i thought like hawks and best Judas, like or like best Judas was like using hawks's body like as a life source or something like I was really confused and I was like what in the world so I had to rewatch it and I was like oh this is interesting so basically like they gave so when we saw Best Genius in a bag like that he wasn't actually dead but Dobby thought he was dead and then put him in one of the capsules to turn him into a Nomu and then Hawks revived him so was he actually dead? I feel like they put him in there right before he was dead mm. and then also my thing is Dobby knew a lot about that. Is that what they did to Dobby? Like, did they find him and do that to him? <gasps> That's a good point. Yeah, because, because Best Genius said... They maybe, no, like because it. I realized that Best Genius said, like, his skin is all, like, rat tatted And I was like, oh, like, Dobby's? 
But also Dabby was Dabby was um did I say Dabby? Yeah, you did, but I was gonna skip over it. I was gonna let you have that one. Yeah, okay, just let me have that one. Anyways, but Dobby was also burned alive. So it's like, is his skin like that because of him getting burned and like the whole nomification thing or, you know, what? Or did he not get nomified and it was just the burning? But also we haven't seen what best genus looks like. So I don't know what, what getting half no mood looks like. Hmm. But and even then, like, what, like, is, is the reason why their body's black because they start decomposing? That's true. Yeah, all of the gnomes do look kind of like a dark blue slash black color, which is what Dobby. Yeah. Well, well, it looks like well, Dobby looks more like bruised, as if like my body was decomposing. They look straight like they got frostbite. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah, I mean, gnomes are gnomes are dead bodies. So, like at the end of the day, like are they slowly decomposing and slowly still dying? You know, I don't know. I have no clue. Also, if you notice, like it's it is possible that it is cold in there, and that it could be getting, it could be in between frostbite and it could be in between decomposure. Because if you notice, the first thing that Shigaraki said the moment he got out of uh, the thing and revived was he was cold. Mm. Mm. That's true. Interesting. Okay. So also, him coming out that early. Is literally the only reason why that intend, that this is a draw. I don't even think this is a draw. I feel like this is definitely a W for the villains. No, yeah, this is definitely a W because what because what the League of Villains are trying to do is succeeding. They they infiltrated five out of six of the prisons, so a bunch of inmates are now on the loose. They thrown confidence chaos. Confidence in the heroes is obliterated. People are starting to take things into their own hands. And they're causing more trouble. A lot of heroes are quitting. quitting. A lot of vi- a lot of heroes are quitting. So now, if the League of Villains want to launch another attack, there's going to be way less heroes to counterattack them. So everything they want is basically happening. They want. They are. Where is Where is Kami Woods and Mount Lady? I don't know. They they didn't say they were dead. They I haven't said anything about them. The only people they confirmed were dead were Midnight and uh, Majestic. Yeah, which we saw Majestic Guy on the screen. So I'm not really surprised about that. I don't think Mountain Lady is dead. Come on, that's up in the air. But I don't think. Yeah, but if she's not dead, I don't feel like he's dead. Again, he held her on to Machia that whole time. So I know he was alive up until the point where she was KO'd. Mm -hmm. I know Fat Gum, uh, Sun Eater, Miri, all of them are KO'd. But my thing is, how do you expect me not to quit? Again, if I don't have powers, like all these people were just getting KO'd and like I've been serving you guys for so long and I see how ungrateful you are, what then? Would you would you give it, like this is the thing, after giving it a your all and putting your life on the line carelessly and then people criticize you for not being good enough, are you going to stay? Honestly, no, because like and that in like one of the late later scenes of the past episode one twenty nine, like the the prison the prison inmates came and attacked that little town, and then the civilians were trying to do stuff on their own, but ended up causing more trouble. And then when um washer, I don't know his actual name, when the washer machine here, wash, wash, when wash mm-hmm. came, when wash pulled up, right, like trying to help them, they're over here throwing rocks at him, like, oh, where were you? We were all cutting up this, and even despite that, wash still did what he could to mitigate their injuries, like. 
out more ungrateful. If he hadn't come, you guys all would have probably died by infection. Honestly, and then also, look, my thing is, he was on his way to you guys and something else popped off. Right. So I'm just supposed to pass the other people in trouble to come there instead of just, it wasn't even really a detour. It was on the way. I handled that situation on the way and I got here as quickly as I possibly could. And it's not his fault that a lot of the heroes in the district are quitting. Like he can only do so much as one hero. Also, he doesn't even look like a combative hero. Looks like a support. He, he's definitely a support hero. That's what I was thinking to myself too. Like, what was he gonna do? Because then y'all would have been mad that he came here and he's ill-equipped to handle the situation. And y'all killed him anyways. Like, uh, that's not really something that heroes do unless they really have to. Mm-hmm. Unless again, the police force is down because they're dealing with the prison breaks and stuff. We don't have any commissioner no more. I don't even know why she even went there with them. I don't know. How's she gonna go there and then get clapped up? Thank you. Knew it was a setup, and then you get clapped up in the setup anyways. Like, that's beyond me. It's not her fault, though. They just trying to progress the story. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they're trying to, I believe that they want us to see, we've seen it at its most hopeful, and we've seen it at its happy-go-lucky. It, it's not time for that no more. Right. This is the reality of all of this stuff. Like, we can't have these villains doing these big things and not have big consequences. Yeah. So after, wait, what were we talking about? Okay. Then we're talking about like Hawks and Best Genus. What happened after that? How do you feel about Endeavor freezing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cause this is the second time this has happened. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. This scene where he was crying, it was like so impactful and everything. The Todoroki comes in like, are you crying? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was so funny. It was a good, it was good comedic relief and like amidst all the hopelessness of the past season. Um, how did I feel about Endeavor freezing? I mean, how would you feel if like you thought your child was dead and they show up in front of you, revealing all of your family secrets and then trying to murk you? Um, um, and we're looking outside. So like if I call myself in Endeavor's shoes, I really have no right I know that I'm trying to get my family back. I know that I'm trying to be a good number one hero. I know that I'm trying to do all these things that I thought were outside of my grasp. But at the same time, yes, I understand that that's your child, but your child is ultimately doing wrong. And as the number one hero, you are obligated to at least stop him. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I sympathize with him why he froze because like, first of all, the shock of, seeing his son alive when he thought he died, especially when he thought he mm-hmm. was when he died. Um, mm-hmm. And then also not only the shock, but like having to like fight your kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And possibly like he has to get down with the idea of like in his mind, Davi has done too much wrong to leave him running around. Yeah. So like when he says like, oh, I can't fight my son. That's not really what he's saying. Like we really need to look in between the lines as the show gets darker. What he really says is, I cannot, in my mind, kill my son again. Yeah. Because he feels responsible for his first death. Yeah. Um, I would say, again, we, again, I feel like he's too much in shock and has not, he has not sat down and properly thought about what's going on. Because if he did, 
and he took himself out of the situation as a parent and looked at it as number one hero, he'd understand that his son is delusional. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, oh, you never looked for me. I don't believe that. He has a whole, he has a whole agency of only fire quirks. And you're telling me this man did not look for you? He prays to your shrine every night. Right. He feels guilty. Yes, Endeavor is a shit person. He's a bad guy, but he's trying to do better every day. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I can give him credit for. He is trying to be a better parent, a better hero, a better man every day since he had his coming to Jesus. Yeah, I think I think that's part of the reason why uh, I think it makes more sense that Todoroki is going to fight Toya and not Endeavor. So that he doesn't backtrack. Yeah, because well, because even though Endeavor is the number one hero, and like that makes sense, I don't think. Uh, well, Dobby's first of all not the thing is like this show has a lot of going on, a lot of things going on. There's a lot of subplots, right? There's like the end of like Endeavor. There's Endeavor's issues with his family and what he had. There's Todoroki's issues with like Endeavor. So we see we see the same situation from both sides as Todoroki being, you know, a main character. And even though Endeavor's a side character, we, we're still getting a lot of insight into what he thinks. And then Deku becoming, trying to become number one hero with All for One, the relationship between Bakugo and Deku. And then um, the whole thing with Shigaraki and his backstory. There's a lot of things going on. And so it's like they have to give every character their resolution. And so I don't think Endeavor's resolution is fighting Toya. I think that's Todoroki's resolution. Yeah, but I think that he's going to get his resolution by letting him do it. Perhaps, yeah. Like having to like, but, having to like, terms if, that his sons have to fight. Because mm-hmm. right now we're seeing the full cycle thing. This is, because Endeavor did these things, this has come full circle to burn him. Hawks mm-hmm. abandoning his mom and doing all of that uh, pretty much allow her to sell him out. These things are coming full circle. I feel like Endeavor's full, full circle is, again, this is the product that he created, mm-hmm. Toya. Todoroki is the product that went astray. But, this is, but again, it is the product of everything that he did. Mm-hmm. It was the masterpiece that he tried to make. So... I feel like it's going to come full circle of your masterpiece is going to clean up your failure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Everything, everything is coming back full circle this season. Yeah, and, and then same with um, same with Grand Torino. Also, why is he not dead? Uh, they, he needs to retire after this. I'm not going to cap with you. I like him, but uh, hang it up. Right. Also, the thing with Grand Torino and um, Nana's decision, abandoning Shigaraki's dad right mm-hmm. yeah that's for the, also- for the, which yeah that's coming back to bite them too well right. no 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 yeah, well, uh, so. yeah. it's going back to bite uh, right again she, she she like they thought that was the best decision because of one for all and the all for one dance because again they understand that this is a power that can be taken and is that they want but at the same time, they're wrong. They're wrong. Who's you just throw both of them, Gran Torino and Nana. Mm-hmm. They're wrong for thinking that's okay. Yes, I understand protecting your family, but abandoning your family and protecting them are two different things. Because 
you abandoning your family made made Shigaraki's father feel a way about heroes. So when your grandson got a quirk, you ostracized him. Your decisions ostracized him. Your decisions are why we're here right now. Mm-hmm. Because again, there's a reason why all for one is jumping body to body. You mm-hmm. see how when the moment he jumped into Shigaraki's body, did you see what his face did? Mm-hmm. What did he do? What his eyes changed. His eyes were Yeah. Okay. What do you think about what the iguana said to all for one? Talking about, oh, I came here to follow Shigaraki because um, he aligned more with what Stain said about there being like fake heroes and what a real hero should be. But that's not what it seems all for one is about. I agree with him. Again, because this ragtag crew follows Shigaraki, not All For One. They signed up for this when they thought All For One was just going to back them, mm-hmm. not become their leader. Because realistically, he said to him, he said, oh, yeah, I'd let you parade around and get your power up to basically become my n- next host. Right, because he doesn't, he's not worried about the philosophy of a hero. He's trying to become Demon King. <sighs> yeah. Go yeah, because to him, to him, look, this is the way that this is the way that all the all all for uh one probably thinks all my's gone. He's pretty much removed his biggest threat. Mm, that's a good point. Because if, if he shrugged off Deku, like he was basically like, oh, well, whatever. Like I'll come get it later. Mm, honestly, and it might be easier than we think now that Deku want to be sleep. And he's not stopping. <laughs> He's not stopping. Okay, so how do you think the hero society will basically come back from this now that like a bunch of heroes are quitting and the civilians don't trust the heroes anymore? Like, how do you think the remaining heroes and the students are gonna like mitigate this problem? I wish they could see my face. Um, <laughs> I know. I think. I mean, even I don't think anyone. Up. I don't think anyone has lost like full trust in the hero like i mean you because you could kind of draw like parallels with like um how like some people may feel about like police officers in the real world like yeah there may be like some issues i mean i guess they're not totally um it's not a complete parallel because the issue in this in mha is not corruption it's like that they're just not strong enough but so you could say like even though some people like feel some type of way about the police at the end of the day that's still who they're gonna that's still who they're gonna call when they're in trouble so there has to be some faith and so i think it's the same in mha like when best genus came and took care of those um few prisoners that like god glutton and all them like they still cheered him on even though like there's obviously like still some protests against the heroes so i think all the remaining heroes have to do is just show that that they're still worth like people having their faith in and that they can't do these things by on their own because they don't have the training. Like there's a reason why there's like a hero license, why there's like hero school and all this training and stuff. Because you can't just be using these tools and your quirks willy nilly. So the I guess, yeah, they, they just have to like just you know prove that they can that they're strong enough to deal with these kind of you know catastrophes. And at the end of the day, all they can do is save people. Like sometimes they can't always like beat the villains. But their number one priority is always to save people. Which in this case, by Shigaraki waking up, that's literally where the whole situation kind of got out of control. Mm-hmm. Because again, him touching the floor can blow a whole city away. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> the odds are against. And there's also like, 
a lot of people probably have lost their faith in Endeavor being the number one hero because the number one hero, when Ahmed was the number one hero, it was like he was the symbol of peace. But Endeavor just can't give can't be that symbol, especially now that his ass is, you know, his dirty laundry has been like released. So honestly, that was never gonna happen. Like there was never they were never gonna put their trust in him like that. And that's why Endeavor had that conversation about like find find what your meaning of the symbol of peace is because you're never going to be me so you might as well quit while you're in that's pretty much what he was telling because that thing i feel like the only person who could probably be a a good a good like all my double is lamillion realistically yeah that's true because me personally i would love to see lamillion as number one hero before deku gets out there for real i would love to see that will i I mean, the possibilities are now up there because before the positivities were looking in the negative. Yeah, if you don't got to work, right? You're not going to be doing nothing but slinging hero advice. <laughs> he was going to be a teacher at UA. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, any other big things happened in the episode? We talked about best genius at Hawks. Um, Hero Society. Let's fall. talk about Hawks' injuries. <laughs> Oh yeah, when when he was talking to that like vocalizer or something, I was like, whose voice is this? That's what I was thinking to myself too. I'm like, well, what y'all did to my man? Uh, his injuries don't it? seem dire. It seems like he's gonna be back on the saddle some weeks, some months. Soon, yeah. Like once he gets his wings back, you don't gotta talk to, to be able to do your job. <laughs> Wait, I mean, his wings do his wings regenerate or do they just like fly back to him? Because his wings got burned, didn't they? Yeah, they regenerate. Remember, in that in the fight where uh, Endeavor was fighting that supernova, he told him, like, oh, yeah, that's the last I got. Uh, like, I'm all burnt up after that. They come back. Okay. Well, then, yeah, it looks like he's going to be fine. going to be back on the saddle soon, which is good. Because, like, because him and Best Genius seem to be fine. Number two, number three hero. And then, hopefully, uh, Mount Lady and Kamado Woods are good. Because I think Kamado Woods is number 10. Yeah, and, like, Mount Lady's, like, uh in the 20s like top 20 yeah so and that fat gum um he's i'm pretty sure he's just ko'd yeah so as long as like like some of the top heroes stay in commission and hopefully like miracle can be back on the saddle in a couple months mm-hmm. <laughs> i know her leg got you know twizzlers. her arm is bro her arm is her like arm? season one deku like but season, I, mean, season Deku, I was thinking that too. Her injuries kind of look similar to like Deku's, but he was able to get healed by just getting kissed by the nurse lady. But I don't know, her limbs are like twisted. They're not just like broken. So yeah, like her her body parts. Like she's like deformed. So I don't know. And then also she had that abdomen injury that um, Endeavor sutured shut. Yeah, I don't know who told me to do that. Whoa, she would have bled, bled to death. Yeah, but it was just so like rash. Nah, I'm good. I'll take that suture. I'll take that suture. <laughs> I'm number five hero. I have them bands on me. So if I retire, I'm going to be straight. Uh, not them introducing Miracle then have her die in the second episode or like get KO. Oh, well, they, they introduced her a season ago. <laughs> yeah, no, they introduced her when they did the billboard thing. But we barely knew her. We didn't get a real, real introduction until this season. That's true. Because I vaguely remember. Clearly there, clearly there wasn't much to introduce. I'm just glad they're not killing black people, okay? If they can survive, that's a win for me. 
A win who's, is a win. Who's black other than lockdown? Virgo. Oh. That's it. That's him, my boy. <laughs> that is it. All right, Mirko in lockdown. Yeah. And lockdown's kid. Maybe he'll be a hero. <sighs> we need to worry about the heroes. We got that. That baby's <laughs> a newborn. Okay. I, I won't even blame him if he retired to go take care of his family. Because mm. the state that the world is in, yikes. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. What do, what do you think is going to happen next episode? Oh, well, we're going to get to get the Todoroki, uh, the Todoroki special. They're going to they finna connect all the dots for us. Mm. Oh, yeah, I didn't, re- I didn't watch the preview, so I don't know. I also, know this I is, this is called, like, the Todoroki, like, hellish hell or something. I like how they called mm-hmm. it that, but we didn't even get really any info on his family. Like, that, like, title was, like, a clickbait. Like, oh, we're going to mm-hmm. learn more about Toki- Todoroki. No, half the freaking episode is going to be about Hawks. <laughs> well, it is what it is, my You don't boy. need to clickbait us in an anime episode title. Um, watch it anyways. <laughs> okay, so my thing with it was they're connecting all the dots for us. But also, I think that this is another way of, like, Endeavor putting that good out. If you notice, his wife pulled up with that, the flowers he delivers her all the time. His wife is gorgeous. And, oh, yeah, I saw that, too. I was like... Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. Don't get distracted. <laughs> um, no, she is gonna put the fire under him. She's gonna put the fire under him because, again, she knows where he was. Like she knows how bad he was. Mm-hmm. So now she's gonna put the fire under him to go back out there because she can see that he's changed. Because even when the kids were like, "Oh yeah, I don't even know why you let him." deliver flowers and this that, and another blah 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 i think that he just delivers flowers checks on her and leaves that's it no mm-hmm. more no less and probably maybe apologize <laughs> because if you notice she said to like she was just like oh they they thought he was hurting her again and he, she was like no he delivers flowers every day that's it yeah i guess we'll see i'm sure like Maybe she'll talk him out of trying to retire being a hero because there's really no reason for him to retire. Like, he's not out of commission. He can still fight. We still have things that need to be taken care of. You need to go burn some Nomus up. Come on. Stop playing. Yeah, we need you to jet burn out there. You need your prominence bird. Come on. (laughs) No, it was when Dobby pulled that junk out, too. I'm still not over that. Look, how do you want to pull out my special move? I That's saw, I, actually, know. I noticed that too. When he when he said prominence bird, I was like, is this a joke? Like, did I read that correctly? Did he just say prominence bird? Thank you. The special move that we didn't find out about until like the end of season, what, four, five? Yeah, whenever he fought that new move. New move. Whenever he fought he did that did not pull move. that out until then. Like, the first time we ever watched him go plus ultra at that. Right, how like, how's prominence burn plus ultra for Endeavor and the Dobby just doing it, and Dobby that just means that like he's something. That means that he's ha- been had that in his his thing. Because remember, he was still gonna train Toya because he was like, oh yeah, he has more firepower than me. Yeah, he did say that, but he didn't how give up on. More, how he got more firepower than him, and his mom got an ice quirk. How did that work? No, no clue. Which we saw her using that ice quirk in the in the preview, so I'm gonna need them to go over what her actual quirk is. Because I, I, I just don't believe that she's throwing ice around here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't believe that. You could kiss my ass on that one. Right. She's not doing that. Because if she was throwing ice, she would have been not throwing pots and pans. Calm down. 
You're doing too much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, so we're gonna stay tuned for the Totorigi drama episode. This is about to be this is about to be a freaking soap opera. What the hell? Gonna be loving hip hop family edition. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. Bye. Bye.